Discover personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Apostle E.A. Ajay. Apostle E.A. Ajay is the founder and pastor of Devotional Light Church. He is also the founder of the Jesus the Answer campaign and an author of several best-selling books. Devotional Light Church is a vibrant church with people full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to E.A. Ajay. Today, there is abundance grace here already. And God is going to release grace. I want you to take what I'm coming to share with you as usual seriously. For once again, I've come in the volumes of the books to speak nothing but the very words of God to you. For that is why we've gathered here. I've come to tell you your original identity as a man. When I say man, I mean mankind. Amen. Amen. You must understand this. That you, every human being on earth, was born to be a doer. To be a doer. What do I mean by a doer? A doer means the ability to do things for oneself. The ability to choose what to do with things. Mm -hmm. That's how God has made us. And you must take this authority that has been given to you, that has been embedded in your DNA, and work in it. Other than that, you will be limited to you begin to do it for yourself, by yourself. No one will do it for you. It will not be done for you in your life. Only you can do it for yourself. You see, to understand what I'm saying, just like the apple, God is the one who gave us the apple tree. God is the one who gave us the apple. Now God has given us the apple. Now he has given us the authority, the power, the mind, the brain, now to do whatever pleases us with the apple. So because of that, you can choose just to let the apple fall down and rot and you starve. Or you can choose to just turn the apple into juice. Or you can turn it into alcoholic beverage. Or you can turn it into apple pie, which is my favorite, the McDonald's one anyway. <laughs> apple pie. You see? Uh-huh. Till you do it, nothing will happen. So I want you to believe it that you are a doer. I'm not talking about work. No, I'm not talking about work today. I'm talking about you doing it. Yes, work is one of the things. But there are a lot of things that many a times we want to do. We want it to happen in our life. We want to see in our life. And we must do it. The desire for it to happen will not cause it to happen. It will only drive us to do it. Till you begin to do it. The desire will drive us to search for it. The desire is meant to drive us to understand and find the way. But till we do it, it will not be done. If you want to change your character, you must begin to be conscious and intentional. begin to do what you need to do in order to change your character. If you want to lose weight, you must do it. Desire will not cause you to lose weight. If you want a new career, you must do it. If you want your finances to change, you must do it. You see, I'm just drawing your attention. If you want your house to be in a certain order, you must do it. And that ability is in you from the one. The only thing is with time, maybe it is corrupted. But God has sent me by his word today to come and tell you. But it is there. He will restore it. You can do it. It's in you. It is your original inheritance. Amen. Amen. Let's hit the scriptures. Let's hit the scriptures. Genesis chapter 1. Let's go straight back to the beginning so that you understand. Now the Bible says something. Say, for all have sinned. Amen. Because we're all born in sin. Why? Because the first Adam and Eve did what? Sin. So sin entered their DNA before they gave birth. So every human being also DNA what? Carry what? Sin. 
thank God for science. My DNA can trace. The DNA trace that we all came from the same what person. Amen. So it's so everything that was given in embedded in Adam is also embedded in us. But look at the beginning. Let's go to the beginning. Let's read Genesis chapter one, verse twenty-six to twenty-eight. Genesis chapter 1 verse 26 to 28. Genesis mm. chapter 1 verse 26 to 28. Yes. Then mm. God said, Let us make mankind in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds in the sky, over the livestock and all the wild animals, and over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created mankind in his own image. In the image of God, he created them. Male and female, he created them. Amen. Amen. So the Bible says in the beginning, this is the original purpose, the reason why God made mankind human beings. This has not Christians, every human being. He says so that they may rule what? Over everything on the earth. Over everything what? On the earth. So God created us to rule over everything. He, God is the one who created the fish. God is the one who created the iron rod. God is the one who created the bauxite. But he has given human beings, mankind, authority over the bauxite. Over what? The fish. For us to rule over it. So you decide what you use the bauxite for. Are you going to turn the bauxite into aluminium? And turn it into aluminium sheet, aluminium pans, or you just sit down there with the bauxite. That one is up to you. You are the ruler. Now let's create man in our own image to rule over all the fish, all the everything on what? On, uh, in F. Meaning, what is the ruler? Now the ruler means now you have the authority. When I make you ruler, or when one is a ruler of a town, of a household, meaning he or she is in charge. He or she is the one who has what authority. So God has given us authority, not Christians alone. Every human being, this is why even non-believers, people who say there's no God, can create things. Because the authority, the divine ability, the inner inward zeal, creativity is embedded in every human being. God wants us to rule. So till you take authority, meaning in this context, till you begin to do it, it will not be done. Because God did not create us that he will come and rule this earth for us. He created the earth and he has given it to us to what? Rule it. So when we read the same Genesis chapter 2 verse 15, no, the one verse 26 told us God's original intention, God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit, the original intention, let us make man in our own image. So that why? So that they may rule over what? The fish, blah, blah, meaning they may rule over the entire what? Earth. And when he finished creating man, look at what he said to man. Amen. Genesis 2 verse 15. Genesis chapter 2 verse 15. Uh -huh. The Lord God took the man and put him in the garden mm -hmm. of Eden mm -hmm. to work it and take care of it. Amen. Mm -hmm. Amen. So the Bible said God, after he created man, he put him in the garden of Eden to do what? To work it and what? Take, take care, care of it. Other scripture says what? To what? Read another scripture for me. Amen. It's, a, it's the same thing. Amen. But I just want us to play with the word. Other scripture say to what? Take care of what? It. To work it. How do you work something? By doing something. Other verses. I just want that part. Uh -huh. And the Lord God took the man and put him in the garden of Eden to dress it and keep it. Uh, the first version said to what? Work it. Other version said to what? Dress it and what? Keep it. Another version. Another version says, so the Lord God took the man mm -hmm. he had made and settled him in the garden of Eden to cultivate To it. cultivate it. Yeah. I'm intentionally introducing you to cultivate it, to dress it, to take care of it, to work it. All stand for one thing, to do what, what man wants to do with the garden. So God will not work it for you. God will not cultivate it for you. God will not dress your body for you. That ability, that power, that charge has been given to you. And whenever God speaks, he gives you the ability so every man has the ability in them. Every human being has the ability in them to do what they want to do. Amen. And 
and God expect them to do it. How much more are you a Christian with the power of the Holy Spirit? So the Lord have come, have sent me to come and tell you today by His word that is in you. That you are already a doer. That do not be afraid. All you need to do is do it. All you need to do is decide that you will do it and begin to do it. It doesn't matter if you want to buy a house. All you need to do is start. How do you start buying a house? You start by getting what? Your what? Deposit, isn't it? By saving your deposit, isn't it? This is just an example. I'm bringing it because no, I'm not talking about work. Work is one of the things, of course, it's also doing. But I want to draw your mind to that anything that you need in your life, the divine ability, God is with you. God expects you to do it. To do it. Nothing, nothing happens. And nothing will happen to somebody do something. And whenever somebody do something, one of whatever happens, happens one of And that's it. Anything that you've seen that is in existence and is still sustained and is getting better, constantly someone is working on it. Someone is dressing it. Someone is doing something about it for it. But my point here is that God expects you to do it. He has given you that authority. As far as his concern on heaven, everything God does with us is to help us to do it. Is to help us to be doers. Why do we pray? We pray that whenever you pray, you are praying for something, isn't it? That thing is something you want. If you want something, you do something about it. So you are praying so that you will be able to do it. The Bible is full of doing that shall not kill. It means do not do what? Killing. That shall honor thy mother. Meaning you must do honor of what? Your mother. So the entire Bible is showing us what to do and what not to do. It's not just a knowledge. But the good news is, it's in you. It is your original purpose and his intention for it. So just this is to tell you that so God will support you. You want to quit a hard, bad habit. Do not be afraid. God will support you. You just do it. So when we read Ecclesiastes chapter 2, Verse 24. Because God has made you a doer, God man has been made a doer, has been given authority. The purpose of God. You see the Ecclesiastes chapter 2, verse 24 says, A person can do nothing better than to eat and what? Drink and find satisfaction in their own what? Toy. Why would Ecclesiastes say that? That the best we can do is find satisfaction in our toy. Please read it for me. Ecclesiastes chapter 2, verse, verse 24. 24. A person mm-hmm. can do nothing better than to eat and drink and find satisfaction in their own toil. Mm-hmm. These two I see is from the hand of God. So I'm interested in the person that finds satisfaction in your own toil. No, he didn't say work. Yes, work is one of the toil. But there are many things you have to toil for if you want it to change. If you want a clean house, you have to toil by working in the house. If you want a good body in a good shape, you have to toil. By not eating certain things, by eating certain things, yeah, it comes with it. By going, to, by exercising, you see, there's a toy. But I said, this is the what portion that God has what given what us. So the portion God has given you is to talk about things. You are the doer. Even the church that is for Christ, that is the body of Christ. We are the individual part of the church. So if we don't do it, God will not do it. Because it is against the rules on earth. That is why even demons seek human bodies. That is why the Holy Spirit dwells in us. But I just want to show you the reason why we read Exodus. Say, this is what? From God. Amen. That there is nothing better than what? To toil. To have satisfaction. What? In your toil. Matter of fact, if you are not doing anything, you will become depressed. Life become meaningless. If you are doing something, whether it's full-time work, other things. Whenever there's something you are doing because you want it and you are going about it, life becomes exciting, life becomes fulfilling. You look up to the next day. 
People who are bored are people who are always in the house. There's nobody who works full time who is busy who get bored. People who are bored are people who don't do anything. But Exodus chapter 2 verse 24 says, It is what? From what? God's hand. Say, this is also from the hand of what? God. That you find satisfaction in what? Your toil. Why? Because it is, we are expected. It's the normal thing. When we read the same Exodus chapter 2 verse 15, or 3 verse 22 rather, Amen. You see that he put the same, okay, do let's leave that one. Amen. Please, do you understand? So, to the extent that Exodus chapter 20 verse 9, look at what Exodus chapter 20 verse 9, he says that God himself says, six days we should what? Work. Only one day we should take a rest. Meaning, our life, he expects us to work. Work means to do it. Why? Because the purpose for creating us is to rule. The purpose for creating us is to dress the garden, is to work the garden, meaning to do things. So he expects that six days out of the seven days, we will be doing what? Things. We will be working. Six days out of seven days, what do you do? What do you do? Read it first for me. Exodus chapter 20 mm -hmm. verse 9. Mm -hmm. Six days you shall labor mm -hmm. and do all your work. Amen. Six days you shall labor and not do all your work. Many people think of only secular work. It's not only secular work. All your work. Six days you shall labor and do all your work. Apart from secular work, there are a lot of work. Many of you cooking is your work. You have no choice. Many of you, even when you have children, how to tidy the home is work. Weekends, many of you are the most busy. The work to be done in the garden, work to be done on the car, washing, you see. But I say, all your work. Many of you, you are working on your own project. Some of you are building shed. Some of you are, you want your body in a certain shape. All those things are work. So it says, six days. You shall what? Do, do not, do all your work. Preach. Amen. Amen. So God expects you. To be always doing it. Always doing it. And now, science. Science has showed us that every day has 24 hours. Which is true. And science has showed us that the average rest a person needs every day is 8 hours. Left with 16 hours. And science has shown us that the average person should work what? 8 hours circular just to make what? Ends what? Meat. Because the average person, if you work eight hours, your income should be enough to take you up and down. And science has showed us that now the eight hours you can is for the other things you need to what do. So what are you doing? What have you been doing? Are you a doer or you a watcher of television and Netflix? Mm. It is not a sin. It is not wrong. There's nothing wrong when you watch television and Netflix. But there's time for everything. You cannot use all your 16 hours or 8 hours to watch television and Netflix and expect the result of doers. That one God will not even help mind. Do you know why? Because he expects you to do. He said he created man and put him in the garden to dress what? The garden. He said let us make man in our image to rule over. And you are sitting down. You are not ruling. You are even disobeying him. <laughs> but today, the reason, I just want to draw your mind. Because God has started, He's going to release such a grace into you, over you. And indwelling ability is going to restore that power, bring you back. But whatever you want, it is up to you. The message is, only you can do it. And you are a doer, so you must do it. If you don't do it, don't complain. Note, when the, Jesus said the Holy Spirit will come, he never said the Holy Spirit will come and do it for you. He said the Holy Spirit will help you. Help you. He said the helper. So the Holy Spirit comes and helps you in what you are doing. Comes and helps you to do it. But you must do it. Only you can do it. You want to pay the house, the house to look good. It's two ways to do it. You pay for the painter to do it. Or you yourself, you take your brush and begin to do it. If you cannot paint and you will not do it, no, you can't do it, you will not do it, you are in trouble. 
these days it is even easier to do because through youtube internet wherever you can learn how to do it And God is watching you. And he has sent me to come and tell you that you can what? Do it. Why is it like that? Deuteronomy chapter 28 verse 12. Why is it like that? Oh, uh, no, don't read. Let's not read uh, Deuteronomy. Let's read Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 10 first. So we read Exodus 20 verse 9. That said, six days you should do not all what? Your work. And that all your work is not only secular work. It's also including your work, your service to God, your work in your church, your private work. That is why secular work doesn't make us work six days in a week. For what? A tough hours. Because they know there are other work to be what? Done. God is counting on you to do it. So that his name will be glorified in your life. So that you yourself, you will possess it. If you do building, you will receive building. If you don't do building, you will not receive it. Amen. Amen. Let's read. So look at what Exodus chapter 9 verse 10 says. Exodus chapter 9 verse 10. Uh -huh. Whatever your hands find to do, do it with all your might. For in the realm of the dead... Where you are going, there is nothing working, nor planning, nor knowledge, nor wisdom. So, so not what he said. Say so whatever your hands find to do. Not the word, whatever. So it's not talking about only secular work, business, no. Whatever your hands find to do, do it with all your strength. Why? Because he knows you must know that you are a doer. So he's encouraging that whatever you are doing, do it with all your strength. See, there are people who talk, have nothing. And there are people who don't talk, but they have a lot. What's the difference? They are doing it. They are doing it. They are doing it. If you are a Christian and you are in the Lord, it is easier when you do it. Because that is your original destiny. And God will back you. It is possible. You just have to begin to do it. In other words, begin to start a day at a time. Say to yourself, you can do it. Say to yourself, you are a doer. Say to yourself, in the name of Jesus, you can do it. It is rather unnatural not to be able to do it. Because your original identity and purpose is to do it. So you say, whatever your hand finds, do it with all your strength. One of the reasons many people don't achieve things is, that those, this is even those who are doing things. They don't do it with all their strength. They do it anyhow. They want to lose weight, but they don't want to lose weight. Their size, one day they stop. Okay. Amen. They are looking for a job, but they are not looking for a job. They apply a job today, then another week they apply another job. You are joking, you see. You are not doing it with all your heart. They concentrate on their business for a week. The next week, that's all. No plan. They want distinction in the exams. They read a few minutes and that's it. They are working on their marriage. They start one week. They learn how to talk. Two weeks, now they stop. You see? So you are not doing all your heart. But if you should do it all your heart and continue to do it, you will see it done. You are a doer. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. I said you can do it. And I've come to charge you to rise and do it. I've come to charge you to resurrect and do it. I've come to tell you that you can do it in the name of Jesus. Because when you read the scripture, Philippians chapter 4 verse 13, it says, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Read it for me. Listen, it didn't say some things. It said, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Meaning the things that because of your training, because of your background, or because of your past, or your attitude, your character, you are not able to do that has hindered you. Now that you are a Christian, if you be honest, through Christ, you can do it. You can do it through Christ. Let's read Philippians chapter 4 verse 13. Philippians chapter 4 verse 13. Yeah. You can do all things through Christ. Starters, I've warned you about your Bible. It didn't say all things. It says some things. It said all things. No, no, no. Let's check online. My Bible says some things. All things. I'm checking online. It says all things. All things means what? 
all things through Christ and believe it, you can do it through Christ. True Christ means as you ask him to help you and as you go by his instructions regarding that thing. God, the Bible speaks about everything. Through him, you can do it. Amen. I say you can do it. Amen. Sister, you can do it. Amen. You can do it, brother. Amen. You can have a good marriage. Amen. You can have a peaceful life. You can be free from all negatives. Amen. You can do it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Say, I can do, I can do all, this. all this through Christ who strengthen me in, name, uh, in the name of in Jesus. Matthew chapter 19 verse 26 says, That which is impossible with man is possible what? With God, I like how it, or let me rather put it like this. He said, But with God, with God, with God, some things are possible. Some things are possible. Please be careful. Are you challenging the pastor? Yeah, it says, With God, some things are possible. What what does the Bible say? Oh, are you saying the pastor is lying? Yes, this yes. Monday. Yes. Hey, you are challenging the pastor. Yes. You say what? All things are possible. All things. All things. And all things means what? All things. So Jesus is saying, with God, I'm telling you, believe me, it is possible. It will take. It might look like it's taking longer. It might look like it's impossible. But as long as you are doing it, as long as you do it, as long as you go on it. You will do it. Amen. Even those who don't have God by themselves, those who cannot do it through Christ Jesus, those who cannot do it with God, they are able to do it. How much more? You that you have the advantage of God. You have the advantage of Christ Jesus. You have the advantage of the Holy Spirit. You can do it. Believe it. It's your. That's why we, were, we read Genesis 1. It's already in you. You can do it. You can live with that alcohol. That alcohol is not natural with you. Yeah. You can live without cigarette. You can live without the sex. It's in you. You can live without the drama. You can do it. You can live without all those fake friends. You can live without four, five faithful people. You can do it. Rich. You can go to that school. You can get that deal. You can start all over again. You can start all over again. You can do yes. it. Because that is that is rather natural. Many people claim and say they are bored because they don't understand the nature of man is to be a doer. So when you are not doing, when you are not doing, you become bored because it's not natural. Do we know that the aeroplane is healthy, that whenever it touches down, it doesn't have to stay on the ground 24 hours. The more you fly the aeroplane, the more healthy it is. Yeah, if you leave it, it begins to deteriorate. So an aeroplane that is always moving is better, it's in a good shape than the one that is always there. You are a doer. It's in you. That one is natural. You can pray one hour. You can do it. You can pray every day. You can do it. You can do it. If that's what you want to do, just do it. Receive grace to do it in the name of Jesus. Receive grace to do it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Just start. I say just start. I command you to start it in the name of Jesus. If you have started, I command you to continue. God is with you. He will help you finish it. He will see you through it. Listen, when we read Ecclesiastes chapter, okay, we won't read that one. He will see you through it. I don't know what your excuses. I don't know what your excuses. But many people have excuses. But beloved, I'm here to tell you that an excuse is an excuse. That's what we call it what? An excuse. It's just to excuse you. But it does not mean that you cannot. You excuse yourself by that excuse. Amen. But you can do it. Maybe you are thinking that it is too small to start with. It is too small to do it. Your strength is too small to do it. Your resource is too small to do it. You are too small to. No, because Zechariah chapter 4 verse 10 say, who dares despise the day of small words, things? Other versions say the day of small words, beginning. So if you think it is small to start with, to do it. I'm here to tell you, do not despise it. All big things started small. All big things started small. 
Facebook started in a house. All big things started small. Offices, many business start in garage. Every big church started with one, three, four members. Except the churches that stole other members' church, that broken church. But even they, they amount to nothing in the long term anyway. This is Zachariah, let's read it. Zachariah 4 verse 10. So if your excuse that you think is small, you can only jog for five minutes. It's small. It is not small. Things start small. And the big apple tree started as a small plant. Let's read Zachariah chapter 4 verse 10. Zachariah chapter 4 mm -hmm. verse 10. Mm -hmm. Who dares despise the day of small things, since mm -hmm. the seven eyes of the Lord that reign throughout the earth will rejoice when they see the chosen capstone. Who dare despise? Who dare despise? The day of small things. Other versions, the day of small beginning. So it is not small. What you don't know that a lot of things, every great thing starts small. Don't despise it. The same five minute jogging, as long as you do it every day, as long as you continue, it will become 10 minutes. Amen. It will become 30 minutes. Amen. The same one hour that you were able to stay without alcohol, you can increase it to 5 hours, you can increase it to 24 hours, it will go to 48 hours, it will go to 72 hours. Don't despise it. The same one day you were able to stay with your partner without confusion, it can increase to 2 days, it can increase to 1 day. You just have to continue to do it. You just have to continue. The same business that brings you nothing, as long as you continue, will begin to break break even, will begin to make profit, it will begin to increase. Who dare, who dare despise the day of small beginning? Meaning many people, our failure is we despise our small beginning. Many mighty things start small. Don't despise it. In other words, don't say this is small, this is nothing. My mother used to paint our entire house every year, December. She will paint the entire house, I mean the entire house, including the outside. She will start from 1st January. By 25th January, she has finished it. I mean, as a child, you know what have happened, but now looking back, I can see Charlie, the woman was. <laughs> yeah. She doesn't ask for help, nothing. She wake up in the morning, session by session, session by session. She will finish it. Amen. So don't despise small beginning. If you excuse that it is small, it is not small. The big you see started small. The big you see they were doing it every day. And that small has become big. So if you will not do it, if you despise it, then you will not have it. But anyway, God expects you to do it. If your excuse is not small, are you saying you are too young to do it? Don't deceive yourself. Don't say you are too young. If that is an excuse, it is not an excuse. Don't say you are too young to do it. Don't say you are too young to cook. Don't say you are too young to marry. Because you are not saying you are too young to have sex. You are not saying you are too young to go on Facebook and do makeup. Don't say you are too young to buy a house. Don't say that. Houses are even bought in your youth. Do you want to be 40, 50 before you buy a mortgage? When will you finish it? Don't say you are too young to give birth whilst you have married. Do you want to be 60 years taking care of a 10 year old? Will you be able to? So I'm just saying that if you excuse to say you are young, you are not young. Because Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 6 to 8 says, Do not say you are too young. Many great companies started with people whilst they were in their teens. Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 6 to 8. Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 6 to yeah. 8. Allah, sovereign Lord, I said, Mm -hmm. I do not know how to speak, I am too young. But the Lord said to me, do not say, I am too young. You must go to everyone I sent you to and say, and say whatever I command you. Amen. Amen. So God said to him, go and speak, say, I am too young. And God said, do not say you are too young. Do not say you are too young. Don't say you are too young. If that is your excuse, you are not young. young. Mm -hmm. If that is your excuse, you are not young. Do not say you are young. Just begin to do it. Even that is when you have to do it. That is when you have to start. How I wish, how I wish, deep down my heart, that I started serving the Lord in the, in, in, when I was young. I'm still young, but I'm talking when I was young, when I was like 20, 21. By now, all things be equal. Imagine, 
where I will be in the Lord. Imagine the things I would have done for the Lord and the things God would have used me for. And most important, the catastrophes the Lord would have saved me from. So do not say you are young. 30 years you are not young. 35 years you are not young. You are not young. Do not say, if that is your excuse, begin to do it now. Begin to do it now. Begin to do it now. And those of you, you are 35 years. You are 40 years. You say you want to lose weight. You say you want to be healthy. And your exercise is working. Please. Working exercise is for old people. Old people. People who are 60, 70. You are too young to work as an exercise. Just do it. Begin the skipping. Begin the treadmill. Begin the gym. Just begin it. Don't say that you are young. And if you are saying that you are old, are you saying you are old? That one too is not an excuse. The Bible does not accept that as an excuse. So I'm here to tell you, don't say you are old. You can do it. You can begin it. Even if you don't finish it, someone will continue. Don't say you are too old to start to do it. Because, let's read it. In Genesis chapter 18, verse 11 to 14, our mother Sarah said the same thing. And God told her that he shouldn't say that she is old. So if you think you are old, if that is your excuse, you are not old. You are not old. You are only 40 years and you say you are old. You are just 45, you say you are old. You are too old to have sex with your husband. Then the young girl will take over. Don't say you are old. You are too old to do this thing, to dress nice. Then when we, are, we consider you as an old lady because of your dress, don't be annoyed. You are not old to dress well. You are not old to dress properly. You are not old to start it. Don't say you are too old to start that business. Don't say you don't say that. Don't never let age be your excuse. Don't say you are too old to dance in the church. Don't say you are too old to have fun. You will kill yourself. You will destroy yourself. It shouldn't be your excuse. Let's read it. Genesis chapter 18, verse 11 to 14. Genesis chapter 18, verse 11 to 14. Mm -hmm. Um, Abraham and Sarah were already very old, mm -hmm. and Sarah was past the age of childbearing. Mm -hmm. So Sarah laughed to herself as she thought, After I am worn out and my Lord is old, will I now have this pleasure? Then the Lord said to Abraham, Why did Sarah laugh and say, Well, I really have a child now that I am old? Is anything too hard for the Lord? I will return to you at the appointed time. Next year, and Sarah will have God said to Sarah and Abraham that you have children, you are going to give birth. And Sarah said, I am too old to have children, I'm too old to have sex, to enjoy. Why not have pleasure? And listen to what God said. Why is Sarah saying is what she's too what? old? In other words, don't I know she's old and I say she can have birth? Is anything too hard for the Lord? But what people have achieved with 10 years. If you start doing it, God can let you achieve that one with two years. It is not hard. It's anything hard for the Lord to do. So don't say you are too old. Don't say you are too old. If you need it, if it has to be done, do it now. Don't say you are too old. Whatever that needs to be done, if the excuse is you are too old, don't say that. You are not too old. If, you, in need, you, if, if need be that what you have to do next in order to enter your peace is to go back to school, even though you are 45, my friend, do it. Don't say you are too old. Whether you like it or not, the three years will come. And you still be in that same situation. Whereas if you have done it, your situation would have changed. Don't say you are too old. Be like Joshua. Joshua chapter 4, 14 verse 7 to 11. Be like, sorry, Caleb, amen, where in, even though in his 80s, he said, I am as strong as I was 40 years ago. Because that is the truth. That is the truth. Many people achieve great things when they are old. Many development even come when people are in their pension. Let's read Joshua chapter 14, verse 7 to 8. And as you read it, as you hear it, may this be you. In your old age, may this be you. May this be you. May this be you. Amen. May this be you. Amen. In Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Read it for me, please. Joshua 14, mm -hmm. verse 7 to 8. Mm -hmm. I was 40 years old when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me from Kadesh Barne to explore the land. And I brought him back a report according to my convictions. But my fellow Israelites who went up with me, with me made the hearts of the people sink. I, however, followed the Lord my God wholeheartedly. Amen. Amen. Joshua chapter 47 to 11. 
Oh, sorry, I haven't finished. Yeah. Okay, so on that day, Moses swore to me, the land on which your feet have walked will be your inheritance mm -hmm. and that of your children forever, because you have followed the Lord my God wholeheartedly. Now then, just as the Lord promised, he has kept me alive for 45 years since the time he said to this Moses, while Israel moved about in the wilderness. So here I am today, 85 years old. I am still as strong today as the day Moses sent me out. I'm just as vigorous to go out to the battle now as I was then. Amen. So Caleb was 85 years old. And he went to Joshua. And he said to Joshua, listen, 40 years ago, Moses promised me to give me this land. As I haven't been given this land. Now you think I am old. But I'm here to tell you that I am not old. Even though I'm 85 years, I am as strong, I am as vigorous as I was 40 years old ago. He said, so give me the land, I can take the land. If you continue to read it, the land was given to him and he possessed the land. So don't say you are old. Say you are strong. Say you are strong. As far as you can do it, do it. Age, age only shows that you'll be in this earth, on this land this long that's all a lot of things people associate with hope age is in their minds is in their hearts it's not true with age so don't say you are old if that is your excuse it is not too late it is not old i've seen 50 year old people marry i've even seen 60 year old people marry one day jesus dancer campaign a 60 year old came to me a white man he told me he said i want a woman to marry he gave me his complimentary card he said Find me a woman. But I said, I want someone in her 50s. Yeah. I remember we were taught a test taunting Jesus as a campaign. Amen. So don't say you are old. Don't say you are old. Or maybe you are saying you have nothing. There's always something. You have something. Because there's always a place to start from. And the place to start from is that thing you have. Yes, yours will not be as the other person. But there's always a place to start from. And that thing, you have something. There's all you have some, there's always a place to start from. The only thing is many of us they look down on it. So you have it, what you have in your hand. There's always something you have as your advantage that you can start with. There's a place that you can always start with. So there's a place. There's a place. There's a the only thing that many of us don't want to start from that place. But there is a place that you can always start with and do it. Because see, what you have is what you have. Where you belong is where you belong. You cannot have what someone has got. In fact, that one is called covetous. covetousness. You cannot have it. You cannot have it. What you have is what you have. But there is always something. Don't be like the woman. When he, Let's read the second Kings chapter 4, verse 2 to 5. When Elisha asked her, what do you have? He went to tell Elisha about her death and all Elisha asked her what do you have he said i have nothing except this small thing what she doesn't know that that small thing was enough it was enough it was enough note when he went to the man of god in the other when he went to god he said this is my problem god did not say this is the solution he said what do you have in other words what do you have that by that we can begin to solve the problem we can begin to do let's read it second Kings chapter 4 verse 2 to 5 so if that is your problem, or if that is your excuse, it is no more excuse. Start. Amen. Second Kings chapter four, two to five. Second Kings chapter four, verse two to five. Uh -huh. I shall reply to them. Mm -hmm. How can I help you? Tell me, what do you have in your house? Mm -hmm. Your servant has nothing there at all. She said, except a small jar of olive oil. Elisha said, go around and ask all your neighbors for empty jars. Don't ask for just a few. Then go inside and shut the door behind you and your sons. Pour out, pour oil into all the jars, and as each is filled, put it aside, put it to one side. Amen. Amen. Now listen, he went to tell Elisha about his poverty situation. And Elisha asked him, What do you have? He said, I have nothing. Do you hear the word nothing? Mm. Say, I have nothing at all. Meanwhile, he has what? A small jar of what oil. But in her mind, that small jar of oil is nothing. But Elisha said, go and take that small jar of oil and take verses and begin to pour it into it. When you continue to read it, as he took the small jar of oil that she claimed is nothing, and she began to pour it. Bible said all the vessels in her house was full of oil, and he sold all and paid off all her debt. 
but in her mind it was small. What is God showing us? Don't say small. Where you have to start from, don't say small. Maybe you need to start from a single room. It is not small. Many people rush. Many people don't want to start with what they have. That's why you just finish school. You don't even have saving, and you go and borrow money to buy a car. That car is not for you. Take your time. Start what you have. Save. Take your time. It's not small. It is enough. Just start using it. Just start using it. So if people are born right from school, they have a good job, but they've never been happy. Because as far as they can remember, they have always been dead. The day they receive income is their worst day because all the money will be gone anyway. How? Because they didn't see the small. All I'm saying that don't say it is small. Don't say it is small. Don't even say even when you have the opportunity to buy a basement flat. As, sorry. A, 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 a studio flat. Don't say it is small. If that is your strength, buy it. From that studio flat, you buy a one-bedroom flat. From that one-bedroom flat, you buy a three-bedroom flat. Don't say things are small. What do you mean? It's not small. This, any, your house you are staying in now, it's made up of a lot of small, small, smaller what? Bricks. The house, they did not, they did not break a big wall. A lot of small, small what? Bricks makes your house. So don't say it's small. What do you have? There's always something. In other words, there's always a place you can start. Do it. God is with you. Do it. If you don't do it, God can't move. He can't move. Do it. Just do it. Whatever. As long as it's not sin. As long as you deem it fit for yourself. Just do it. Or are you saying you have messed up? Or are you saying you've blown all what? The opportunity. Or are you saying time has gone against you? That is not also an excuse. With God, all things are possible. Let's read Joel chapter 2, verse 25. Let's read to the 27. Joel chapter 2, verse 25 to 27. Do not look back. Do not look back. The moon, the reason why when um, Abraham cousin's wife, Lot, Lot's wife, looked back and she turned into salt, God was teaching us a lesson. God was showing us that once we find it, we shouldn't look back. We shouldn't look back from to the past. It's when you look back at the past, it will only bring you fear. The past is gone. There's nothing you can do. Look forward. Just look forward. Just look forward. Amen. So if you are saying, if you are saying that you've messed up, if you are saying that you've blown all the opportunity, that is not an excuse. You have a new day. You have many more years ahead of you. I met a brother. The brother was the brother was only, only 40 years old. And she's, he's, he's depressed because he has messed up. He had a house and has brought. I said, brother, you are only 40 years. The 40 years that you were, the 40 years, 20 years you school. Amen. You just work only 20 years and you achieve what you have. Now, you have more than 30 years in front of you plus the experience. So now you can achieve more. Forget the past. Just start. That's more. Just start. And you will do it better. You see, he didn't realize he even have more time ahead of him. Amen. So let's read Joel chapter 2, verse 25 to 32. Joel chapter 2, verse yeah. 25 to 32. Mm -hmm. I will repay you for the years the locals have eaten. I will repay you for the years they have eaten. Other person say, I will restore. I will restore. So the years you've wasted, yes, the years you've messed up, he will restore it to you if that is what. Your excuse, he will just forget about it, it's gone. See, they've eaten it, it's wasted, but he will restore it for you. The Bible, yesterday, when we were Jesus answered a crusade, the Bible said, The what the prodigal son wasted all his what inheritance, wasted all his resources. But when he returned back to the father, when he came back to his senses and returned back to the father, now all the resources of the father was available to him. So if that is your excuse, yes, you've wasted it, but God will restore it unto you. God is can restore it. So just start. Just start. Let that one rather be your experience. Make sure, because you've experienced, you not repeat those mistakes, those foolishness, those wrongs. But God will restore it. It is never too late. It is never too late. Because with God, all things are possible. Because you can do all things through Christ. Note, I cannot do all things through Christ for you. But you can do all things through Christ for yourself. That's what the scripture says. Because you are a doer. I don't know what your excuse is. But I've come to tell that it is not an excuse not to do it. Yes, 
just that the only difference is someone it will take them a year and maybe you it will take you five years but as long as you do it you will have it you will achieve it if you don't do it you won't have it people have things have done it for themselves nations that are, are beautiful they built it for themselves nations that are not beautiful it's not like they couldn't they didn't do it see construction building is the cheapest thing on earth because every country have sand every country have what sand the bricks are made from the soil the stones are on the land every country have a form of mortar so we've just built the at least the west's road pavement could be built so it's just like that it's because they are not doing anything they are not doing anything you don't need tractors, yes, even though they're tractors, but you can do it. The underground is in, in our this country, United Kingdom, the land, the underground, when they started it earlier, they didn't have machine. They used manpower, but they built it. You see? So you can do it. You can do it. You start from where you are. Whatever your excuse, it is not an excuse. I cancel it in the name of Jesus. Amen. Just do it. When you do it, it becomes beautiful. Life becomes meaningful to you. God will help you. Amen. God is releasing grace. Yes. That is why I have come to give you this word. You could see from the scripture that God wants you to do it. When you do it, it, be, it glorifies him. When you do it, he, he said, look at how the man has, has ruled the environment, has ruled his life. We have achieved I, I can imagine God giving the angels. Say, yeah. the, she hasn't disappointed us. Say, look how he has dressed it. The difference between those who have beautiful hair and those who don't have beautiful hair is the beautiful hair they do their hair, they take off their hair. Is that that's the difference? No, that's the difference. Because no matter how beautiful your skin is, if you don't continue taking care of it by doing it, it's a matter of time. It won't be beautiful again. So do it. God is with you. God is with you. God is with you. God is with you. You are a doer. So just do it. Just do it. Do not be afraid. Do not be dismayed. Just be strong and courageous. One of the scriptures that forever, as and now, it blows my mind is when Moses died and Joshua inherited Moses. You see, Moses was full of signs and wonders. Moses divided the Red Sea. Moses commanded. Uh, plagues to happen in Egypt. You see, Moses hit the rock and water came out. Moses prayed and what? God brought what? Bread, manna from heaven. So Moses did very mighty things and all of a sudden Joshua has come to stand in the place of Moses. Imagine the gap, what he needs to do. But what God told him is what blew my mind. God didn't say go and pray. God didn't say go and fast. God didn't say, say you just be strong. And courageous and go and possess the land for I am with you in other words just be strong and courageous and begin to do it for I am with you so I've come to tell you in the name of Jesus by the power of the Holy Spirit that just be strong and courageous and begin to do it just be strong and courageous and continue to do it just be strong and courageous and be a doer whatever being your habit all you can do it it is your original identity that is the original power in you. You can do it. You can serve the Lord. Amen. You can work for the Lord. Amen. You can do it. You can stop it. Amen. You can start it. Amen. You can do it. Say, I can do it. Say, I can do it. For I can do all things through Christ who strengthen me. But what? What? has been, has been. Impossible. impossible with me, with, me. with God, with God. Now, now it is possible, it is possible. In, the in the name of Jesus I take back, I take the, back. Original the original authority, authority that God, that God gave, to gave to me as a human, as a human. To, rule, to rule to be a doer and, and today I denounce all my excuses and I declare that I can do it for God is with me for the Holy Spirit will help me as long as I do it in Jesus Christ I am yet to see anyone who has received a specific help in a specific thing without doing anything a helper only comes to help you with what you are what doing so is the Holy Spirit 
so is the Holy Spirit. He will do it. Last scripture, Zechariah chapter 4 verse 9. Zechariah chapter 4 verse 9. Zechariah chapter 4 verse 9. God is with you. Amen. God is for you. Amen. God is by your side. Amen. Just do it. Amen. Get do it. Amen. Do it. Amen. Do it. Amen. Do it. Amen. Don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of them. Amen. Don't be afraid of trouble. Do it. Amen. He will guide you. Just do it. Just do it. Amen. Hey, I've been afraid many times, so, but I just do it. When God asked me to start a church, I was afraid, but I just obey. When I tell you my story about a church, you, 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 you have no idea. When God asked me to pray for the sick, start praying for the sick, Amen. I was afraid, but I just do it. Because then what if, me too, it came into my mind, I was afraid, but I just do it. I just do it. I just do it. Because he said I should do it. Jesus answer campaign. You have no idea. My first day, I was afraid, but I just do it. He said, I just do it. I just do it. I just do it. I'm just saying this to say, me too, I have fears, but I just do it. I have fears, but I just do it. Because if I don't do it, it will not be done. If it's not done, I will not have it. Read it for me, please. Zechariah chapter 4, mm -hmm. verse 9. Mm -hmm. The heart of Zerubbabel mm -hmm. have laid have laid the foundation of this temple. Mm -hmm. His hands were also completed. Then you will know that the Lord Almighty has sent me to you. Amen. So God wanted his temple to be what? Completed. And he sent Zerubbabel. Mm -hmm. Zerubbabel that the, the Bible said in Zerubbabel, not by might or by power, but by my spirit. Mm -hmm. But God said his hand has laid the foundation. In other words, his hand has started the building. And said that same hand, what? Will finish it. So I'm here to declare and I decree that whatever you stand, you start. As long as you start it with your hand, with all your might and all your strength, your hand will finish it. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Amen. By the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. You just started. I don't know what this word means to you. I don't know what God has spoken to you about this word. I don't know what the Holy Spirit has quickened you by this word. I just want you to stand up wherever you are and just begin to pray. Just begin to pray in relationship to this word. I don't know what you want to do. Is it that your what you want to do is to serve God well? You can do it. Is it that what you want to do is to stop that habit? You can do it. To start that business, you can do it. To start that education, you can do it. You can drive. You can own a car. Just start. You just have to start. Find out where do they start. Just start. Just start. Just start. Just start. You can do it. You can do it. You can do it. In the name of Jesus. Let's go back to the Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 10. We've read it, but I want to show you something that, that we are going to bring today's sermon to a close. Amen. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 10. Ecclesiastes chapter 9 verse 10. Strength is coming over Amen. you. Strength it. to do it. I receive it. Strength to do it. Receive, receive it. it in the name Amen. of Jesus. Exodus chapter 9, verse 10. We've read it already, but I want to show you something there again. Amen. Amen. Exodus mm -hmm. chapter 9, verse 10. Mm -hmm. Whatever your hands find to do, do it with all your might. Mm -hmm. For in the realm of the dead, where you are going, there is nothing, there is neither working, nor planning, nor knowledge, nor wisdom. Amen. So, Ecclesiastes and Proverbs always speak to food about the same thing. So, it says, whatever your hands find to do, do it with what? All what? Your strength. Because when you die, there is neither what? Planning, knowledge, wisdom, or what? Wisdom. Uh, or, or, or working. Or working. Yeah. In other words, in order to do it, you need to plan, you need to have knowledge of it, and you need also to what? Have wisdom. So in whatever you want to do, find it, find out. Find out. Knowledge is how do we, how do we, how do people get mortgages? How do people do this? How do people lose weight? Find out, find out, and have a plan. Because every situation is different, even though the how is in general. But how do you execute this how in your circumstance? Where do you start? In your circumstance, how can you go about it? That is the planning and wisdom that it will be wise 
the wise way to do what you have planned. Maybe the plan is to do this, but wisdom will teach you that you cannot do it now. Before you do it, you have to do this, do this, and this. Yeah. It takes these things. Find out you can do it. Do you lack the information, which is knowledge? Find out. It is everywhere. Information, these days, information has become cheap, even though dangerous. But you can find out. You can find out. You can find out. Find out. Those who have achieved it, speak to them about it. Those who have done it, ask them. Find out. And as you find out, plan to your situation. Because different people have different what? Places of start. Different condition. And now plan in line with your condition. Make sure it is wise. Wisdom is realistic, practical. That you can do it. And just do it. And just do it. And just do it with all your heart. And you will achieve it. God, no, to this, God is in it already. Because that is your is in your DNA. So it's not, it's not even something we pray for God to make us. God, He is expecting you, He is putting it in you. Every human, plus you have the advantage of God if you are a believer, which you are, many of you I believe. You will do it. Amen. I say you will do it Amen. in the name of Jesus. Amen. Begin to do it. Amen. Continue to do it. Amen. May listeners be cast away. Amen. May listeners be cast away. Amen. May excuses be cast away. Amen. As you do it, you enjoy life. Yes. In the name of Jesus. Amen. We believe you have been blessed by the teachings of God's word. For audio CDs, videos, books and other information, please visit our website on www.devotionallightchurch.com God bless you.